if we want to continue creating good anime, we need to start <laughs> treating people a bit better. Maybe that's something like that. I don't know. No, that's a good, that's a, an amazing because they actually have started doing that. So they've Netflix oh, okay, team that with, okay. yeah, that was, so check, look at this guy, leader. Yeah. Not only are we going to help our people, yeah. but we're going to put systems in place <laughs> to ensure that we breed the next generation of animators. <laughs> you know what you sound like? You sound well, like some, some like average six <laughs> out of 10 movie. Where there's like the main the main guy is the CEO of some nameless technology I'm, company. I'm trying to do you, man. <laughs> That's you, the average nameless. <laughs> That's you. Bonkai, Senbon Sakura, Kage Yoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your otaku spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Yes, and um, welcome to another episode of Super Anime Podcast. Now you must be thinking, <laughs> I know, so I'm usually the, f- I'm, I know, I'm usually the, uh, the energetic, the bold, you know, very loud. But I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, audiences, uh, <laughs> listeners, this, this episode got me thinking, man, it all falls down, guys. It all falls down. We're talking about... Can anime be forever or will it die? Will we see anime die in the next 10 to 20 years? As Blasphemous. Always, Blas- no, it's bl- Shame. 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 Well, Shame. This isn't the Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast, you know. <laughs> this isn't the Game oh, of Thrones God. podcast, but still... Man, I'm doing as so. The reason why we're doing this episode, um, listeners, is essentially there's been a, a lot of articles and it's been drumming up a lot of interest over the last few years, most, most specifically 2020, as it relates to animators being very, very lowly paid. So I got a quote, um, by someone in the industry, and he basically says, If if something is not done soon, he believes the industry may one day collapse as promising young talent will drop out and pursue work that provides a better life. And this was part of a bigger article whereby, guess, guess, you know what, in fact, I'm going to ask, guess solo, guess how much someone who starts in the animation industry gets, they're known as the in-betweener. Okay. And someone who's like near the top, like near, near the top, or even the top gets on average. Mm, in in dollars. You can, don't you have to say in yen, you can say in dollars. In... The in-betweener, I'm guessing, because as I know you're talking from a, you're, <laughs> the way you started this, I'm going to go quite low, but I'm guessing maybe what, $1,500 a month for the in-betweener, and then <laughs> maybe the high one, maybe two and a half. 
So on average, in bet- on oh no, on on average, in between, it gets eight hundred dollars a month. Eight hundred. Yep, eight hundred dollars. And what about the other one? The the most senior directors gets between um one thousand five hundred to three grand, and the average is about two five. For the so, se- for uh, senior for a senior director, a senior director. That's how poorly paid wow. animation animators are paid. I did not know that. Whoa. It's so bad. Like, and I mean, this is average, of course, it's different. And guess what the equivalent is in America? Go on, tell me. So a senior, this, the same senior role in Japan gets at least, at least $75,000. Whereas in, um, that's about four, 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 five grand. No, yeah, about that. Basically a yearly salary in yen um, for the, the senior director in Japan is 50. And at least, at least seventy five thousand going into six figures for someone who's working in America. Oof. That's Oof. the disparity we're seeing in terms wow. of animators and how much they get paid. That's that's bad, man. It's terrible. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, this is this is um, this is from one source. I don't know any other sources. And then I was thinking about this as well. It's like. You know, obviously, if it was a case where, you know, the country, the living wage um, reflected how 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 much it costs to live in that country. Fair enough. So, for instance, £10 might take you uh, uh, or even maybe uh, £15, maybe even £1 might take you a lot in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, but, was, what's his name? Eddie Griffin here? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> yeah, I've right, got £1 well, yeah, I can buy a house yeah. in Nigeria. <laughs> Very funny. You think funny. No, but you know, I'm just saying in terms yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but the reason anyway, why, the I'm reason just... why, the reason why we're laughing, um, listeners, is basically I'm Ghanaian, Solo is Nigerian. The fact that we've been having this podcast is a miracle in itself because Ghanaians and Nigerians don't get along. Well, I mean, it's more playful, anything, if, if anything. But um, uh, yeah. So essentially. Uh, it, but the thing is, Japan is expensive to live in, especially um, um, cities like Tokyo, yeah, where yeah. I imagine or, or Kyoto, where I imagine most of the animation studios. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Most so, of so it's not even a case where you yeah. know, okay, fair enough, it's it's in line with um, the living wage, and therefore, um, you know, the um, cost people of can living still, and yeah, cost of living and all that of stuff, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not Japan is expensive. So when I heard that, I was just like, damn. So to that point, Solo, I'm going to ask you, uh, do you think we're at a tipping point if something's not done? Because I think he's right. I think either, because especially with the younger generation, maybe the older generation will take it. But look, it's, there's, two, there's two points of view. Obviously, it's a kid's dream to work in the animation industry. And to be honest, also, and I've been reading a lot of comments on this, it's not just um, anime. Anime. There's a lot of industries. We took Take Hollywood, for example, you know, yeah, a lot of people want to get into Hollywood, so yeah. they know this and they exploit it by, you know, paying the yep. the the runners as they're called very low wages because they know it's it's it's, it's very exciting. And um, if you're not going to do it, I'm just going to find out someone else. Similar to anime, there's a lot of people who want to essentially get into animation industry, 
and therefore they have that influx of people who they they can it's the whole point of it. it's, whole, it's it's the basic concept of economics is scarcity right so yeah. supply and demand yeah. um and in this case you know there's a lot of supply of people who want to work in the animation industry and therefore they know they can take the liberties but what i've been reading and researching is a lot of the newer generation especially um gen z um people born after say 2000 or 97 they're not having it no more they're not taking this kind of work culture 36 hours at your desk because the whole kind of um gambe work hard uh, mentality in japan is something that is not healthy um and and in any in, in, in any any industry um not just japan but it's not healthy um and for some reason though it's seen as a rite of passage it's seen even there's a quote saying you know if you're if you work hard if you're 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 in the offices um for like t- more than 24 hours it's a it's a it's a rite of passage and so on and so forth mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think it's the 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 mentality of that is changing a lot of um whistleblowers are coming out saying it's not healthy there's a guy who left the animation industry he's worked on big big anime and he's like you know what because of the pay i just couldn't support my family so i had to leave and there, I think there's a generation of people coming in saying, you know what, if we're not going to get paid, we're going to leave and go somewhere else. So I'm guessing, do you think, first question, do you think we're at a tipping point? We are not Japanese. Mm. So there's going to be clearly things that we we clearly don't understand. So yeah, like, please correct if we're wrong. It's a learning. I would love to learn more about it as well. Um, but I found something interesting that there was a word that, that is that existed uh, in Japanese, which can be translated to kind of like overwork death um, or death by overworking. Um, I think if I'm saying it correctly, karoshi. And for me, I'm just looking, just the mere fact that that, that, that word exists is mm. kind of a, a scare because I'm aware of, I'm aware of that concept of kind of like the salary man and the working and the, the kind of the effort to work and so on and so forth. I'm aware of that in Japan. Um, and and you said a good point. There are other industries like the anime industry, like say Hollywood, where everybody does want to work. So therefore, prices can go down because if I know if I know that if you don't want this job, someone else will take it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have. Therefore, if you decide to say no to this money, there's somebody else. There's going to be five more people that will say yes to that money. I think that the the for me that are we at a to your answer to your question, are we at a tipping point? <sighs> I don't think we are. I think, uh, I don't think, I, I think we may be at a tipping point in terms of kind of work, worker, employer relations, employee, employer relations. I think we're at a tipping point there because as people like Netflix and and Sony becoming, you know, buying, you know, buying Crunchyroll and all that kind of thing anime is going like we've said before is going to grow and grow and grow I was reading a Vox article Mm. and between 2002 and 2017 the Japanese anime industry according to them doubled in size to almost 19 billion a year yeah now that's a stupid amount of money so you're 
there surely should be enough money within that ecosystem for some of that to trickle down to some of the people that do such hard work to give us all the things that we and I both enjoy. So I think I think at at some point there is going to be a tipping point to say we cannot be generating companies and organizations this much money and for it not to hit the bottom line. And I don't know what it's going to take for 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 that ideal to to stop. Now the reason why I don't think I don't think anime will ever stop is that the demand to to your point using like a basic economic analogy and understanding and, and, and theory, the demand is not going to stop anytime soon. Unless all of us decide to say, you know what? None of us want to watch anime anymore. That's not but gonna happen. It's not our it's not our choice if the yeah, no, but it is our choice. drawing though. No, but because... it is our choice. Because they'll find a way to do it. If we continue to say we want anime and anime to say okay, cool, we're not going to do it. There's going to be some animators who will do it. Mm. The the demand is too high. So for example, it's like, um, it's like, uh, it's like anything that everybody, even uh, it, it would have to be down to us as the consumers to dictate what's going to happen. Unless the government decides to advertise to all of us and ram it down our throat that anime is now bad for your mental state. That's not going to, it's like cigarettes. No matter mm. how like cigarettes are bad for you, they tried to put this. They tried to put the pit. They've taken in the UK. They've taken off the pit. They've taken off like the marketing, so you can't market it now. So yeah. all cigarette boxes look exactly the same. They all have like very disgusting pictures and imagery on what mm-hmm. can happen to your body if you mm-hmm. do smoke. Does that stop the demand? For, obviously, it has radically reduced, but does that stop? No. But in that case, you're still people. You're still having people who are fine producing it. Yeah, because the demand is still there. The demand so you're is still saying, there. But then that's more... Look at how much effort the governments have put on to try and stop smoking. Demand, people are still smoking. There's yeah, I know people... St- but it's not like someone's there rolling up the cigarette and stuff like that. And this is more manufactured in terms of how they're making the actual the, the actual cigarettes. For anime, for anime to exist, you need people to draw it, right? So if people want... If people, if people are saying they're not going to go into the industry anymore because they're not getting paid fairly, then where are you finding that talent? So now it's fine. You've got the older seniors who, are, who and I was, uh, that, that video you showed me from Trust Taste where he's talking about one guy can just draw a whole um, anime episode, which is mad. But you have those people right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have those people right now, but let's just say 20, 30 years down, your newer generation coming through, mm. older people have retired. If they're not willing, or if they're not, um, if they're not inspired to work in the industry, then who's drawing the anime? So I think, and that's why I said it's going to be down to the employer. I think the employer-employee is going to change from that perspective. It will change there. That I think that's. Where so you think they will get people to start paying good wages? I think they'll start to change. I think my point was just that because the demand is so high. This, I don't think this is a... Dem- the it's one not I s- a debate. It's, it's, it's just two sides of the same thing. It's just two I'm sides. Not saying, the I wouldn't say debate. I, say, I don't think this is a demand issue because demand is there. I think this is, um, it's a, like you said, a welfare. It's, it's a welfare, welfare issue. It'll be there. It'll be there. So the tipping point will be from that perspective. But my point is, is that despite there being this welfare discrepancy, the, 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 the production is never going to stop. It will, I think well, it'll be ah, 
it'll be like the writer's strike in Hollywood. So writers had uh, a similar uh, a similar type of thing in in Hollywood. Um, like, oh, long time ago now, um, not a long time ago, but a decent yeah. a length of time ago, and for similar reasons, pay. Now the demand was there, like people wanted these things, and as a result, certain TV shows were cancelled. Certain TV shows had much shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, shorter seasons because of that time where they said they all banded together and they all agreed we are all going to go on strike. What needs to happen is a similar thing. So it would have to get to a point where all the animators collectively decide to say we are going on strike. See, now, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, you go. You finish. You finish. Sorry. So, so, but the thing is, can that happen? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many freelancers. It's there's, there might not be a union. So how? Exactly. So how how do you organize something like that? Because if all say for example, I have a group of people and we all say, yeah, we're gonna stop. We're <laughs> not gonna do it. And you're there, like, hey, hey, look, there's so much more work for us now. Everyone, you guys all go for it. So. And if we're not, if you and I and our two groups of individuals aren't linked in, in or in agreement, you you'll just carry on. So there, we will just get blackballed effectively mm-hmm. by all the employees. Mm-hmm. So it does. It probably does mean that there needs to be, and maybe this is why there's a move to CGI. Maybe this is part of the reason for CGI. Yeah, because I was even, so to come to that point, so I was reading an article about, because I was thinking, why can't these guys just do a union and, you know, um, you know, rally, like you said, writers and then off they get paid. But apparently, and again, we know know we have listeners in Japan, so we'd love to hear from you. It's apparently, it's completely different culture there. Apparently the government is even aware of these low, um, uh, uh, poor um, um, working conditions as it relates to, you know, animation being drawn as because there's basically it's not about if you if your if your health is in, in jeopardy it's more is the animation in jeopardy in terms of is the anime going to be done kind of thing you know forget about your health is the anime done kind of kind of mentality and apparently it's more so a case where even the government knows about the poor working practices and the poor pay but they don't really care and it's hard like you said in japan to essentially create this union um, just because of the way the system and that's 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 the that's the thing I was reading about the system in Japan is like the way it's built it does not favor animators at all at all so um so in 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 order to like get a rally in people it's it's gonna be difficult it's gonna be very very difficult you mentioned freelancers there's a lot of freelancers and even them it's just more so a case where they get exposure they get experience and um and they're not even paid that much either because again there's such such because this the industry um is got such a wealth of talent of people who want to get in there it's just like all right you you want to go go I'll find someone else and they've got like practices whereby people just trace images um of lead animators so it's it's not even a case where you need that great of a skill because they're they're more so just kind of like don't get me wrong it's still it's still a skill needed and tracing over and um, doing the, not the keyframes, but the in-between frames is still a skill needed, but it's more so a case where the, especially the people higher up because they're basically doing the major of the animate, the drawings, people coming through, it's just like, no, we can just find someone else. And I was reading another article about technology. Technology should be an enabler as a, um, or in terms of, you know, okay, let's, um, 
let's get people or let's 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 help the industry by making things a bit more streamlined and so on and so forth but actually it's not if anything is this it's, it's a disservice to new animators coming through so I, I don't know man it's it's a it's a tough question to answer as relates to what the the, the solution is because if there was a solution it would have been i guess it may have been or it would have been i guess solved by now and i've heard that netflix is um is helping i can't remember which studio it is but they're basically doing an internship where they pay interns i think 1400 a month uh for six months to do an internship but one thing that was interesting to learn is so so the way the system works is as you know a manga person pitches their idea to a studio a studio pitches their idea to a manga to to a manga artist to basically create the manga right um and that manga artist would agree or disagree in terms of what the deal they should use or what should have that studio does the same thing as it relates to licenses and production agencies as well so for instance Funimation once that deal is done whatever Funimation does with that content is completely Funimation's um prerogative as it relates to what they've agreed wait, so wait 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 so if I'm a mangaka, mm-hmm. I create a story. Mm-hmm. It's doing really well. It's selling mm-hmm. in Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. I then decide to sell sell the rights to the anime, sell the rights to the anime to a production company. Mm-hmm. The, the production comp the production company then has an agreement with a distrib- with a distributor uh, with a distributor. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of that. I'm not involved in the uh, financial gains or financial returns from that agreement. So essentially, the production company will basically, um, they'll they'll basically tell you like, or they'll they'll basically um, you have to, I think you pitch to them, um, or they pitch to you. I can't remember. I think you pitch to them, um, and if they do take you on, depending on what you agree. They could say, okay, we'll give you this much, we'll give you we'll give you that much. But it's completely up to them. They'll probably give you the lowest amount. Um in terms of you as the creator. That's why many creators sometimes um aren't that rich because they they don't negotiate well. Because based on that anime studio, production studio, they're saying, Look, we don't know if you're gonna be it's almost like we we talked about this as well, like record deals. You don't know if you're gonna blow or not. So we're gonna give you this deal. And really, they should negotiate in terms of, okay, maybe we'll get 3 or 4% or whatever of the profits. But it's more so a case that we'll just give you this deal and then there you go. So that's why the, I think it's the creator of, I think it's JJK, um, or I can't remember, I think it's JJK, isn't as rich or as wealthy as perhaps they should be because of the neg- the, the negotiation, negotiation of contract. I think it's JJK, I might be wrong. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but def- there is definitely an, an animator or manga, um, a creator who basically created an anime and it wasn't, and it's, it's an amazing, it's a top tier anime, but he's not as rich as you'd expect. And what I learned is as well is once the production company, say a MAPPA studio, once they've done it and then Netflix or whatever, Crunchyroll come and buy it and license it out. Apparently in Japan, they don't really care if their anime and this is this is what i've read i could be wrong i could be wrong but they don't really care if an anime is successful in the west the fact that uh, a crunchyroll funimation has come to license it it's just a bonus for them so by them coming and like saying let's say i'll give you two million for uh i don't know i'll give you two million for 
um, um, Attack on Titan to license it um, to different countries, right? They say, fine, we'll allow you to do it in these countries. There you go. But for them, it's more so a case where now that, um, so long as they're uh, successful in Japan, so long as the money is in Japan, they don't care if, you know, a Netflix or a, um, a Crunchyroll come and say, we'll give you 10, 20, nah. for them, it's just more so give us money, take it, do what you want with it, and we'll just use the profits. That's what I've learned. I could be wrong. So I learned, I, learned, I mean, I mean, I see, I see what's, I understand that. And so I was, I was reading one of the articles I was reading was saying that basically to take a different approach, if you, because like you said, the, the, the profit margin is quite tight. Mm-hmm. So if animators just say, we want more money then people are companies are going bankrupt. So to me, it actually seems like there needs to be a complete redesign of the industry as a whole. Not just paying animators more money or not just, okay, the agreements. With, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. So one of the things that was quite apparent to me is that there was, some people don't recommend that like a lot of the freelancers they only do do this because they enjoy enjoy this is that it's a passion project it's not a career that and it's, it's more like oh actually you know what i've always wanted to work on anime and it's like a real passion project for them so as a result because you're paying people that see it as a passion project it's it's like massively it's massively what you call it um uh it, it's not it's not for profit only so people like us like uh, organizations like uh, netflix they might commission a, an anime go to a similar the same type of studio and then pay them the same rate and then they reap all the money that they get from from their distribution model from um, and selling their selling their subscription and they get that that alone means that netflix have a cheaper cost of production and then they benefit from from the revenue they get going out. So that that's just Netflix's example. For the other companies like Mapar and so and so and so and so that we've all mentioned before, I don't think it's. I think there needs to be a complete redesign now. It, and this is it's complex because yeah, it's it's, it's highlighting how many moving parts there are. Because I've seen, I was part of the research for this. I was reading some people just recommend. Yeah, you can love animation, but don't come, don't, don't come and do it in Japan. So with people actively saying, don't come and do animation in Japan. And like you said, you can earn way more money doing, doing, okay, put it this way. You can earn more money doing the same job on a car, on a, on a Western car to Western animation that you don't really think is that interesting or you could, but that, and that's what you don't really want to do. What you really want to do is get paid at least a similar amount of money to do something that you're really passionate about, which is like how you and I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z's and Gundam Wings. That's what they, they want to do or whatever it is that, and that might be Naruto now. So I don't, I don't, 
It's hard, man. It's difficult, man. It's, it's hard. Difficult. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's so hard. I th- you know, I think what I think well, realistically, I think there just needs to be some sort of agreement between animators, between production companies, between distributors to find a solution that makes it easy for people to a to attract talent. Most importantly, because there seems there is a lack of skilled animators out there, and the majority of the work they do get from. Um, from freelancers so there needs to be a, a way to attract talent and then if you want to attract talent how do you keep talent there so because also the production cycles that needs to change i've read so many stories about how like series can be commissioned and they can start airing and they haven't even finished the whole season yet they're like they're drawing mm. as as it's coming out so like, imagine that so you know, it's not like uh, you know, it's not like a film. You know, like how they do movies, how they do film movies. Like if I say, okay, we're gonna release a film. I say we're gonna release the film in 2024. Between now and 2024, I'm gonna do casting, development. We're gonna film it, and then we're gonna edit it. Then what happens is that I might start. Fi- I might start filming next year in 2022. Do the post post editing in 23. In 2023, and then release January 1st, 2024. It's done. Then we release. Whereas some anime, they start it and it's live on TV <laughs> and they haven't <laughs> finished the season. So I can imagine that as you're your director and you're an animator. Imagine the stress that you're under if something is late. Mm, mm. If something is late, I don't have time for you to tell me that you're sick. I don't have time for you to tell me that you're ill. I don't have time to tell me that you know you're feeling a little bit under the weather or your cat died or no. Whatever it is that we told you, you need to do this now. So then you have, then you're seeing all these things about being overworked. And because we know that it's such a labor intensive process to actually draw anime. Yeah. Add that in. So for example, imagine if you're doing it and you make a mistake. And we're three episodes, but or three episodes behind airing anime. We're an episode. You're you're currently drawing episode seven, and we're an episode four just got released. That's hmm. a scary process. And I was and on that it was on tra- Trust Taste where they said sometimes the DVD edit, the DVD release of certain shout out to Taste uh, Trash Taste. It's a great hmm. great anime podcast as well, by the way. Um, they, uh certain anime gets completely redrawn for the dvd because what they have time to do it so for me i kind of see this as like okay well if you're if you haven't even finished the show but and you're releasing it this whole thing needs to change we need to start from scratch how about we so for example i like the whole idea about taking it doing seasons yeah because i know for i know for a while what they were doing sometimes is like they were they were just or if it's just ongoing, it just never stops. You just keep going and going and going and going and going until it's cancelled. No, I much rather have this approach where we can do like My Hero Academia is what most anime is doing now, where it just gets released. We do twenty five episodes. We take a break for a year. Let let the manga yeah. build up. Take a time, then start again. But do they get a break? Or are they no, they don't. They just move <laughs> over. They just move the animators into another anime. Yeah, yeah because... exactly. So I, I think it's, I think it's, it's a very, very. 
I can see why you started the anime like you did. <laughs> it's it's it's, a, it's honestly it's t- it's, it's t- difficult. It's difficult, it's difficult man. It's like difficult the, I've been reading comments on like different forums and people comparing it to like sweatshops and things like that as relates to you know um, unfair wages um, of and and I'm thinking, damn, if like someone said, am I a bad person if I'm watching anime now? <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it's like, but then I think, to be honest, like, if we found the truth of most of the stuff, especially in the West, that we own and how yeah, it was made. and how it was made, we're not going to yeah, be very happy. we're not yeah. going to be very happy. Um, yeah. Hence, right. shout out to anyone listening. Be, please, like, be sustainable, you know, recycle. Um, I'm, I'm very much into sustainability and, you know, helping out the planet. But have, have um, a quick, 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 uh, quick side note. Have you watched What the Health? Yeah, I have seen What the Health, yeah. So tell me that after you watch What the Health, you're like, that's right, I'm going to be a vegan. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, no, I did that. I was like, I watched What the Health. was like, not for like, oh, because I don't want to hurt animals. I was like, oh, this is not sustainable. I could be better. And then like a week got by and... I, like, <laughs> I you got that chicken. I got a chicken wing now. <laughs> but I had to make sure it was free. <laughs> it was free range, though. It was... Uh, it, wasn't, it was free It was free range, range though. But then, as... <laughs> But it does change you a little bit. So now my, my buying habits are like a hickle. I make sure it's a little bit more. I'm not going to get like... Because I remember at uni, you just used to buy like the cheapest eggs. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, You remember yeah, those yeah. eggs are like £2 for like oh, 30 eggs. Oh, my gosh, yeah, no. <laughs> and I never now, did it. Nope. Yeah, no, I, I did all the time. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. eggs are cheap. And then you're like, <laughs> you realise why they're cheap. And you realise how they're grown. <laughs> and then like, oh, okay, let me get this nice. Now I don't mind spending an extra however much to get the little, the high quality ones, if it means that it's a little bit more sustainable. Straight up uh, organic. Oh, maybe not that far, man. I'm, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you can shop in Waitrose if you want to. Or, 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 no, nah, yeah. you don't need to go to Waitrose. Um, no, no, you don't. Waitrose is a... Uh, um, it's like Whole Foods. It's Whole like Whole Foods, Foods. Yeah. It's like Whole Foods. Or yeah. wherever yeah, you your like supermarket shopping. is um, in your respective country. Um, but yeah, it's like a supermarket and yeah, you don't have to go to, uh, it's like the premium supermarket. Premium, go I was going to say, it's not like any supermarket. Yeah, it's, it's premium, like, yeah. I remember, I remember, I bought, I went, I, I, I was, uh, we wanted some cheese. We were like, okay, you know what, let's just stop off. We were driving past and we said, actually, no, let's just stop off in Waitress. So I thought, okay, cool, let me just stop it. It's only cheese. I thought, ah, that's all right. So they ran out of their normal, like their, uh, their equivalent of the essential or like, you know, your run of the mill basic cheese. So I thought, ah. Let me just get this nice cheese. Got to the till. Five pound for cheese. Mm. Five pound for a round, small little round block of cheese. I mean, the cheese, <laughs> the cheese was nice. So I was I like, a, no, I'm not doing it. I had a tester and it was nice, but I was like, five pound. I ain't paying five pound for no cheese. So five pound. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Although I have to say, I bought some organic um, oh, roast God. chicken okay. from, um, from, from Sainsbury's actually. Okay. It was really nice, man. See, that's really, the thing. There really is a nice. difference. There is a difference. You it's like to, there is a hundred percent difference. But anyway, I, again, we digress. We're talking about <laughs> organic chicken. Um, <laughs> if you're a vegan, we apologize. But sorry, um, yeah, sorry. We, what can you do, man? Chicken, <laughs> chicken, just too good. <laughs> Oh, uh, but you know, I do eat my vegetables. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So I was, I, I was just going to read a quote for you. So you know, we're talking about the distributions of funds, right? So apparently, Netflix said in 2020, 
um, anime streaming grew up by 50%. That's mad. Wow. 50%. And, you know, and you think that's great. You know, there's lots of, um, you know, um, distributors getting to anime, surfacing anime and, and, you know, bringing it up to new different audiences. And I think I mentioned this, but I just want to make it a bit more clear. So the reason is many studios um, have been shut out of this bonanza, as it were, because of outmoded production systems that directly nearly all the industry profits or so-called profits go to like um, production committees. And I'll link this article Mm -hmm. because it's a really good article. And essentially what the article is saying is these committees, these ad hoc committees, like um, toy manufacturers, comic book um, publishers, and other um, companies that are created to essentially finance each project. They typically pay animation studios a set fee and reserve result, um, and reserve royalties for themselves. So it was that whole point I was telling you in terms of creators, like, you know, the whole music industry um, analogy. They'll basically say, hey, Solo, oh, that's, oh, Solo, you got one piece. Oh, that's sick, man. I'll give you $100. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's $100. Okay, fair. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And then they basically take that $100 investment and make it to millions. And then you come and say, hey, this is my idea. But they'll say, nah, we gave you the $100. That's, we fulfilled our contract. And that's what basically, so there has to be a change. There has to be a change as relates to how animators get paid, how production production studios get paid it can't just be go to the distributors i get the distributors get it in front of the people's faces but at the end of the day it's the content here the yeah. content it's like someone coming to me and it can happen someone coming to this podcast and say hey we'll give you uh 10 grand for this podcast and then after they basically create take our great content because it's great content guys <laughs> and they basically um distribute it and then it's making so much waves and then i come back to them and say look I want some of the profits, but they'll be like, no, we, we paid you. So, and I think that needs to change. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, um, but like, it's, it's like a Spotify, uh, Apple music title. So title slightly different. And for this reason, so when, so when Spotify was first, before they kind of tried to change for you things a little bit, some artists, music artists didn't like Spotify. I think Taylor Swift, like she, her music yeah, wasn't yeah, on there. Yeah. Yeah, because she didn't get a big enough piece of the pie as somebody who, so she's a singer songwriter of her her content that she has actually rightly done. And Spotify, they made made lots of it. So, for example, if that Spotify, for example, they would get all these people provide buy subscription services but it doesn't all go directly to the artist because it's not all it's you're paid on per listen where, but they have access to your full catalog, but they're only paid for by per listen. So if I was to say, for example, you did an album and I had like 12 tracks on it. I listened to all 12 tracks once. Um, you're only getting paid for 10 listens. Whereas if you, if I bought your CD, for example, like I bought a physical CD or I bought it from your, your, I don't know, ed.com music, um, (laughs) then you would, regardless how many times I listen to it, you're going to get the full cost. Well, not the full cost, but you're going to get the cost of the album. So if you charge $20 for it, you're going to get the $20. 
minus yes. minus marketing and production and manager fee, whatever you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's a similar. I can imagine it's a similar thing with the I'm the similar thing with the anime industry where the deal that is done is just for okay, cool. We'll give you you get a deal, but you don't own the rights now. And that's why certain artists you might think they've like dropped off, but no, they're just quite smart, like Chameleonaire. Like some old guy in the two thousands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hate so it. <laughs> he sold his first album just like literally by himself, all independent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he took that knowledge. Was he? I think he did get a deal when he obviously that's when he you heard him doing the me rolling. But after that, he's taken his knowledge. You know what he does now? He's an investor. Is he? Yeah. He's an investor. He's an invasion investor and he partners with some people in um in in California, in Silicon Valley. He's an wow. investor. So it's not just about you own a piece of the pie, like you heard like recently uh, recently as as time at, at the time of recording. Jay-Z is Jew Square have yes. bought Tidal. Tidal. I was shocked as, when I heard that. Exactly. And as a part of that process, Jay-Z is gonna be part of the board. Oh, is he? Okay. Well, I think. Well, I think he said that. But but, but the was, idea behind yeah. that is that he now gonna he's like, no, no, don't just pay me. Give me part of the profit. Give me give me part of let me I'm part of this now. I'm gonna tie mm. my blood to this place. So if you But he was always it was it was his though. Yeah, well yeah, he was he was part of it. Yeah, he was part I of mean, it. I mean it's his title is his is his um company. Yeah, uh I think he's I think it's probably they bought it and maybe he's just more so as the transition, because usually when they buy companies, when they're transitioning, they get the members or the owners to be essentially on the board. Um, so it might be that he's just on the board. I think he's on the board. I don't think. I don't think he did it because I think it, it. I don't think he's it. Wasn't title Jay Z's? Um, no, he's he's invention. Part of, he, no, he owns. He's gonna be. He's in, no, 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 no. It wasn't his invention. It wasn't his invention. Wasn't he it? Was just no, 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 no. Title wasn't his invention. Like he's he's like he's just one of the most more prominent stakeholders. Oh really? Yeah, but he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't start title. He didn't start title. But he liked the fact that title stands for high fidelity music, so high quality music. And then also they try to give they try to be more um artist friendly and give them a, a bigger piece of the pie. Okay, okay. Fair enough. So Jay Z like had Jay-Z a owns okay. stocks in title. Yeah. He owns stocks in title. I see. Okay. No. Fair we're, going, we're going all over the place. But I think <laughs> back to anime. Um, I think, yeah, I think the anime industry does need to completely just kind of redesign itself so it's more inclusive. Not in the sense of just not not, not inclusive in the sense of making sure that it's the the wealth is distributed just a little bit more evenly to allow people to continue continue to do things out of passion. And deliver the things that were all useful for. Because like you said, once all these people, they're kind of these like real senior guys, decide to retire and do something different, there needs to be an and there needs to be an influx at the bottom. There needs to be needs to be like incoming talent to replace them. Otherwise, yeah. you may go through a period of poorly animated stuff. Exactly. And that's what I was just about to say as the next question. 20, 30 years from now, are we because I'll be honest, and you may you may say I'm wrong. But there are certain anime, not all, but there's certain anime now. I think the 
quality of anime, I'll be honest, um, Solo, the quality of animation is dropping on so? certain anime. Because I feel like back in the day, there was a lot more anime that was much, well, much, much more well-drawn. You think so? As opposed, I think so. I think so. As opposed to today, just because A, because of demand, and B, because I think the, the, bigger stu- the bigger studios will always draw well. But I think there was a lot of um, anime or animation studios that basically um, weren't as big, but they still drew well. Nowadays, it's hard to compete. As you know, if you are anime is such a big thing in Japan now that if you make it to the top, you must be, or if you make it even close to being recognized in the West or whatever, or not even the West, but just in, in Japan, you know, it's going to be, it's an anime that you've done well, you know, you've kind of like, you're in the Premier League as it were, <laughs> you're not in League One or maybe even Championship. Yeah, as, a, as it relates to the top. So I think, yeah, I personally think that some of the anime, um, animation is it was was way better back in the early eighties nineties. No, um, as to what like Fist of the North Star? You saying Fist of the North Star was better than? <laughs> okay, was, okay, 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 okay. Maybe not that. I'm talking. I'm more come thinking on. like the movies and stuff. Perhaps no. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You're just thinking. You just. You're. Just, you've just got Ghost in the Shell. In your head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just got you've got ghosts of the shadow in your head, and you're thinking that yeah, that's that was way better than everything. Now, it's like, you, look, no, no, family. Just not, because family you not, love actually. ghosts of the shell doesn't mean that everything else is crap. <laughs> uh, oh, I knew gosh. you were thinking of that. <laughs> Anime in the eighties is better than now. No, okay, no, no, no. no. I, no. I, I, I apologize there. That, but I, I think. <laughs> No, no, no. But saying that, there are anime like in the early 2000s which were drawn really, really well. But I'm again, I'm thinking like Studio Ghibli and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, you can't you can't count movies because movies are just a one standoff thing. They'll yeah. put more effort into that. As and you to... know what's funny? I remember when I was as a kid, well, not a kid, when I was like a teenager, and I remember thinking whenever I saw some one people whenever. It could be a Naruto film or a One Piece film or a Bleach film. I remember thinking to myself and telling my brothers, what, why can't they do the anime in the movie in the actual anime show? Why is the anime in the movie always a hell of a lot better? Because it's, it's a one-off. It's a one-off. They got a, maybe might have a little bit more time. There's less yeah. time pressures. They're not doing. Yeah. They're not trying to chase and make sure they deliver the anime to air in three weeks' time. <laughs> like that's a scary thing. There's some anime. I, I don't know this for sure, but the from the indications is are there that there are some anime that come come out week by week that have. They've got episodes that are th- uh, three weeks away from airing and they haven't been finished yet. Mm. That's, a, that's a scary thought. You have that's three mad. weeks and we need to finish the anime. And obviously, yeah. and these are all being hand-drawn. Why did it work like that? doesn't uh, make sense to me. So that's what I'm saying. I think the whole system, the way they work, the way they produce, everything just changed. Like, I wouldn't mind if we had to wait an extra couple of months, but then we knew that, okay, it would be animated better work yeah because ultimately if you have if your workforce is happier healthier yes. less stressed more rested they're gonna produce better work 100 percent. they'll produce oh. better work and be more productive 
Okay, Solo. Just, yeah. Solo be a good boss, guys. Don't you think? A good leader. <laughs> we have to. We, you know, that whole kind of CMO talk. We, we gotta, we gotta look out for our, our people. Our mission is our people. <laughs> Solo jobs out guy. here in yeah, the black turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, in the black turtleneck. <laughs> just come Jeans on the stage. And, uh, One more get today. <laughs> for 2021, we're talking about people. <laughs> we want to make sure that our people are the central uh, point of everything we do. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. You need, to, you need to look after people. I'd much rather have that. And then as a result, we 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 could all rest rest a little bit easier knowing that mm. okay, cool. So to be honest, like it's I'd yeah, like I said, I'd much rather have that scenario. I'd much rather have that scenario. I'd want people to I, I'd want viewers to rest easy knowing two things. One that okay, cool, it's not like they're not working in like sweatshops. I think I even saw one thing when I was doing research, like someone they were getting paid like six pounds an hour, some freelancers. That's ridiculous. I don't know how true that was. I think it's true. They get paid by frame, by each drawing or each frame, like $8 or something like that. And and, and even to do that frame is not easy. It's not, they're not asking for... No, of course not. You're not, you're not, you're not doing just like, and and this is, I'm not saying this, I'd say this lightly, but you're not just typing up an essay. You're actually Mm. having to, or you're not even, you're actually having to draw and use your own knowledge. And if it's not good, you don't get paid in some cases. So... No, I'd much rather have that. So like I said, I think the whole production cycle needs to change. I think the whole production cycle needs to change. And I don't know if it will, but I hope it does. I think maybe with people like Netflix coming in and other other providers maybe muscling into the anime market, what they could do is that they could create better environments for their stuff. And as a result... But how, things- does, that, how does that impact? Because Netflix aren't... I don't know if they are in Japan, but... How does that impact the Japanese animators? So, for example, say, for example, uh, Netflix, for example, they, I don't know, have an initiative to create a better work 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 environment for this. What, or, in Japan? Or, or maybe I'm thinking also, I'm thinking maybe they create their own mini studio or maybe they partner with a the studio. They could do. They could do. So, if say, for example, they partner with a small studio because they're not going to partner with MAPPA off the back, off the jump. So, say, they partner with a small studio and say, okay, cool. We want you to only produce the anime just for us, no one else. In return, we're going to try and pay you a little bit more, give you a better working environment. If there's a positive experience and there's a positive experience then uh, spreads around, then as a result, other people will like, actually, you know what? Maybe some of the more talented animators will be like, you know what? I want to go there to the small vendor, a small place as well. And then reports that you hear from like people like Mappa and that mm. kind of overworking people, they start losing their best animators. And then they think, you know what? If we want to continue creating good anime, we need to start <laughs> treating people a bit better. Maybe that's something like that. I don't know. No, that's a good, that's a, an amazing because they actually have started doing that. So they've Netflix oh, have teamed okay, up with, okay. yeah, that was, so check, look at this guy, leader. Yeah. Not only are we going to help our people, but we're going to put systems in place <laughs> to ensure that we breed the next generation of animators. <laughs> you know what you sound like? You sound well, like some, some like average six <laughs> out of 10 movie. Where there's like the main the main guy is the CEO of some nameless technology I'm, company. I'm trying to do you, man. <laughs> That's you, the average nameless. <laughs> That's you. Oh, oh gosh. 
<laughs> but now um, Netflix have actually teamed up with Wit Studio. So as I mentioned earlier oh, in the podcast, cool. Okay. They've, yeah, so they're paying say, each. Yeah, they're yeah. paying young animators fourteen hundred a month for. I think it should be a bit more, but um, fourteen hundred a month. That's not too bad. For uh, probably should be a bit more, but fourteen hundred a month uh, for six months. Um, for for the internship, um, and also not all animation studios pay bad. Let's just put end this on a positive note. So Kyoto Animation Studios, um, they actually pay. Um, they give their employees good salaries, good vacations, and so on and so forth. I think to and again, I don't live in Japan, so I can't. I can only speculate, but I think it comes down to a systemic cultural kind of thing. Because um, from what I've learned, when you're in Japan, if you leave before your boss, that's a no no. Like your boss needs to leave first before you go, kind of thing. It's a very much a kind of who works, who works the longest, who works the hardest, the best kind of mentality, kind of thing there. Um, and again, I could be wrong. Japanese less Japanese listeners, let me know. But hopefully, things are changing. But that's kind of the way the onset is. And um, we're not just talking about animation industry. We're talking about you know business and you know all other different kind of industries as well. So I think it's a case where you know. To your point, Solo, like if companies or street, uh, distribution platforms like Netflix can obviously team up like they've done with Wit Studio, then hopefully there could be a change maybe. But I think given the amount of the fact that, and I was reading an article, like most of these animation studios are booked like years in advance. Oh, wow. Okay. Years in advance. Yeah. So, and it's, and obviously you have the top ones and I imagine the top ones probably probably maybe pay them and maybe 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 a bit better but the ones at the bottom the ones who make your your less known or perhaps because remember we did so we did a we did a, a top five animation studios and remember i mentioned um the guy who watanabe. Created, watanabe sorry thank you the guy who created samurai shampoo who, I, forgot, I forget his studio but he kind of won the reason why their studio went under is because you know, they didn't get that. They they wanted to do the whole kind of fair system of paying their employees well and all and and so on and so forth. But because um because of that system I mentioned as relates to them not not being able to negotiate higher rates, they had to go under. Um, it wasn't a lack of it wasn't for a lack of quality because they made great um great anime. You know, Samurai Champloo. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Ghost, um, not Ghost, sorry. Um, Cowboy Bebop. These are all like great anime. So mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit annoying. It's really, it's really annoying, especially for the lower studios who just don't have that, the clout or the ability to essentially, um, pay their animators, um, mm. because they're getting squeezed from, squeezed from the top. But yeah, it's, it's, sorry to end on a, um, <laughs> a bad note there people we've gone um, for a slightly different approach this week we have so, gone for yeah, and look, a slightly look, different approach we're not we're not trying to say you should stop watching anime we're not we're just trying Never. to raise awareness um, um will anime die probably not um no. yeah it would um but i do think that there's something has to be needs to be addressed seriously um because who knows 30 40 years from now anime could be fully CG, <laughs> oh, fully, man. fully CG. Who knows? Um, yeah, man, it could be solo. You might be mumbling and grumbling, <laughs> but it could be. And I don't think that's what people want. We want obviously CG and we, we've had, we have an animation episode, CG, CGI, 
um, coming or is CGI going to ruin anime? You can go and check that out. Um, and I don't think, like I mentioned in that episode, it's going to ruin it, but it's more of a blend is going to be best. But I still think the 2D, 2D should be something that historically should be kept, should be, should be kept going, but just pay the animators well. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're an animator or you're a production studio, we know, we know the Sony CEO listens to us. Um, <laughs> he does. He does. We know that, you know, um, I believe um, Crunchyroll CEO may be listening. I'm not sure about Crunchyroll, but Sony. Uh, Thank you, no, Sony. It was, it was Funimation. It was Funimation. Oh, was it Funimation? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh, Funimation. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. So uh-huh. Funimation, we know you're listening, please. <laughs> When you're working with the likes of Mapper, like make uh, try and maybe like help them help 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 them help the animators, you know, <laughs> because they're they're the true MVPs, they're the real heroes. Cool. Well, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Anything you can do, maybe tweet a studio. Just say we appreciate you. I I I basically went on Kyoto's animation um, video where you see someone oh. tracing. Yeah, Look man, I had to me, give man. that laugh. I had Look to give that laugh, you, man. man. Had to, had to, just so I couldn't feel guilty when I'm watching. <laughs> nah, joking. <laughs> give me more. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I, I, that's why I get I get angry when a lot of, especially us in the West, we just complain about. Um, uh, or abuse animators, or oh that doesn't look good, or that wasn't great, or something like that. There's a lot of work goes into it, man. A lot of work. So guys, like I mentioned, if you can show love to any studio that a Mapper, Madhouse, whatever the studio you like, Orange, whoever it is, just show them love. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, Super Anime or Super Anime Podcast. Um, that's Super with three U's. You can send us a voice note on our website, superanimepodcast.com. Or you can send us an email, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. If you send us a voice note and we decide to use your voice note, we will give you a £20 voucher uh, for Redbubble. Um, Redbubble have an amazing anime um, merchandise collection page. So you can use that for any anime merchandise you want. And finally, let's keep anime live. Let's keep anime. I'm going to do it in a solo voice. Solo, solo, solo jobs voice. Let's keep anime Solo jobs. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's keep anime live in. Nah, just joking. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash superanimepodcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate, and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions, and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, 
and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are and bye for now.